What's up, everybody? We're back again with another episode of the Tune Time Podcast. We are so excited to have all of y'all listening again. On today's episode, we have Taverns, an awesome band out of Florida. But before we get into the interview, here's some of their song called Seasick. What's up, we're Tavern. Thanks for tuning Welcome in. in. Welcome in. <laughs> yeah, we have special guests this week. We have Taverns, which is a huge blessing to have them. Uh, we've been fans for a while and uh, Thanks, just yeah. kind of shot our shot about a week ago. And here we are <laughs> making it happen. <laughs> no, thanks for having us yeah, on, thanks man. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah. All right, yeah. So just tell us a little bit about yourselves, where you're from. How'd you meet each other? Kind of that deal. All the easy yeah. stuff. All right. Well, we're from we're from Tampa, Florida. Yep. The lovely, the lovely state of Florida. And uh, I I started playing music. I picked up the guitar like a, I don't know when I was like sixteen probably because like I, I heard some some indie artists like yourselves on like David Dean Burkhart, and I was like I gotta I gotta do this. And uh, my friend Claudio, I was just sitting next to him in like class one day, and uh, our friend Gabe, not me, another Gabe, was like, yo. Let's uh let's all meet up and let's play sometime. And uh, then Claudia and I played together, and then we were like, "Damn, this is cool." And uh, since then, we've just been messing around in the studio, screwing around, and then uh, we ended up meeting Way and Ethan along the way, and just uh, formed Taverns. Yeah, everything clicked from there, man. Uh, I think it just like we found that we had similar music tastes. Like I brought my guitar to school one day. And I think I gave it to him. He started playing like a Mac DeMarco song. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this, this guy, this guy has some, some taste. I was so competitive, oh, yeah. so competitive bro, with him. I was like, dude, I'm better than you. Like, no, there's no way. Like, homeboy was way better than me. <laughs> I can't play guitar. I him up. I was playing on like a line six back then. Good old days. You'd like, you'd like rehearse like before you came to school and you're like, ah, like, I'm going to practice this song just to show him. <laughs> Dude, I, I used to I remember when me and uh, Claudio like were first starting out and uh he would come by my house I'd be like dude I got I got like six songs I want to show you man like seven <laughs> songs that's so unreasonable yeah. like that's not that's not how it works like yeah my man right here was like hey dude your tone sucks invest in pedals and I was like <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I was like okay it's, yeah. it's about time and we then were, we had like this underwater sound when we first met each other yeah and then uh and then we started just experimenting from there 
And uh, I think that I think that's that was like a lot of the fun was coming up with different tones, different sounds, and just experimenting from there. Yeah, hanging right. in the studio all summer long, and then just yeah. messing around, coming yeah. up with stuff. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, that that's all it was, and it was just for fun. And uh, yeah, when we picked up uh, Way and Ethan, like it got it got serious because we were like, hey, there's something cool. We like, met we him can... on the rooftop at a USF. Playing in uh, his uh, yeah, I had old an, band. I had another band um, before I met them, and we were just rehearsing. And Gabe came up, and he was like, "Yo, um, do you do you mind if I show you guys some songs?" And he said, "We said, yeah, of course." And the first song that he actually showed us was um, "Little Giant." <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Nice. We were just talking about yeah. that. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. Little Giant yeah. is like it's weird because it's like the oldest song we had. Like it was from it was you know it's like three chords, four chords, very simple and like. It just worked out, and yeah, I showed him, and, and and it worked out. And then Ethan was actually in a different band. I actually have a. I'll, I'll tell the the short story. So so I went to I went to this Interwave and Bane's World show at the Crowbar, which is our favorite local venue. Wow. And um, I was like drumming along with my hands to the songs, and these kids come up to me and they go, "Yo, do you play drums?" And yeah. I'm like. I mean, yeah. I just harassed and they, him. And they just they just harassed him. <laughs> and they were like, bro, give me your number. We need to play together. And I was like, I mean, sure. And I never said anything. I was like, I'm not talking to this. <laughs> I literally thought we were crazy. <laughs> super weird i was like i was with my friend i was like i don't know that was kind of weird <laughs> anyways i'm like eight months later i'm playing a show with a different band and they're like oh you're gonna be opening for this band called tyron i was like okay cool and then we go out back and we're loading our gear in, and they go yo don't we know you from somewhere and i'm like no i don't know you <laughs> crowbar and i was like oh ah oh, damn i and in my head, I'm like, I thought I got away, but I yeah, he was trying to get away. Nice. They actually, these guys actually seem cool. Um, I'll go jam with them, and then I jam with them, and I was like, damn, I, I was wrong about y'all. No, we clicked for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, and from it was the like instant click from there. It's just sharing like the the similar music taste, you know, like how it brought mm. y'all together to do the podcast. Same thing. It's like mm. we were all listening to the same stuff, and we were like, this is what we want to make yeah and it just it, it works better it makes it easy when you know what sound you're trying to pursue as it, right you know, sure together of a group of people because then you just have like a vision it just makes it a lot easier so you mentioned mac DeMarco. i heard bane's world <laughs> yeah which, and whoa you went to a bane's world concert yeah. bane's world and interwave wow that's where we met yeah yeah wow that was Probably my favorite it's show. One of my that favorite was shows. one of my favorite shows. Up there with Tame Impala, like honestly. Michael see Tame Impala too. Oh, Tame Impala was life changing. All the way to man. It's like it's everything. <laughs> it's like everything you would want from a show. I, I walked one. out of there so insecure yet amazed. <laughs> about it. I was like, I can never make it there, but that was so worth it to see. <laughs> it's like watching a show and you're like, I felt like he was massaging my brain yes. throughout the whole experience. Uh-huh. Like, yep. wow, this guy is on another level. Yeah, Kevin Parker is crazy. That was amazing. So we've got those three. Who 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 else? Give us some more inspirations for y'all. Vacations, vacations, vacations. All the vacations. All the vacations. Anything with vacation in it. Yeah. Mustard service is a huge one. We love our Miami Flip Turn. They're from Gainesville. Yeah. Yeah, just triathlon as well. Triathlon. Yeah. The Strokes. The Strokes. A lot of just the, uh, you know, 
Well, imagine yourself driving down in a convertible by the beach in Florida. Even though we no, yeah. have a convertible. Yeah, no, none of us do that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, barely, sunroof, we barely go to the beach. I think it was like the first time like all of these guys have been to the beach in like forever yeah, when we, we went to go C-Sick shoot the seasick music video. <laughs> I think I go outside, man. <laughs> it was a, it was like a private beach too, and we just brought all our equipment, and we walked like half a mile, maybe even more. Maybe even more. Oh, yeah. Drum kit, and I was like, ah. I love playing the drum. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I pick this instrument. <laughs> we walked the heaviest. Like a, we walked a lot. It was I left off with the car like twice, and I had to go back, but it was worth it because it was, it was so much fun. He literally gave me gear, and he was like. All you do, just don't drop it. My arms are just like giving up. I like literally drop it. I gave you one drop. <laughs> like, man, I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm not built for this. <laughs> so what's the, uh, give us a little backstory about the name Taverns. Where'd that come from? Um, just. <laughs> There's actually like this place in Florida called Tavares. And I passed by it, and I was like, that sounds kind of cool. And I just started messing around with the name a little bit, writing it down on notes, and I just had taverns. And I think the most basic explanation I could come up with is it wasn't taken, at least at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got That's a big deal. No. Yeah, right? We, we no. don't. We actually don't. But no. Um, we, uh, we had a lot of names. We were kind of just looking around at all the names that, like, because Claudio, I remember one night, you're just hanging out on the porch and he like pulls out his phone. He's like, Hey bro, we need to name this project something. And I look and there's like, there's like 45 names on there. I'm like, what the hell is this man? He had stuff like lust bong and like koala de vil. I'm like, Oh yeah. We want Buddha blood. Oh, those are the days. That name wasn't taken, man. Our names wouldn't be taverns. Oh, dude. <laughs> Buddha blood was taken, but not taverns. I was like, what? Hey, hey, it'll be a wedding band one day. It'll be a wedding band. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we're close to the wedding. Oh, we're Buddha blood. Dude, yeah, honestly, it's be our cover band name. It took like a month to come up with the name. It took a, it was a process. Yeah. Well, actually, initially we had a song named Taverns. Yeah, and we, we decided did. that That's we right. didn't like the song. <laughs> and then we're like, but the name's kind of cool. And then we just. Yeah, yeah, we did do that. Just did a yeah. copy and paste, essentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, worked out. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it just gets a, it's a one liner, you know, like a the beat. Yeah, it's just you know the, the beat. <laughs> the beat. <laughs> it's it's nice. Um, yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate. We love your album artwork. Oh. We just want to know: is it you guys that design it? So, um, that's kind of cool. I think we had this guy from Indonesia actually reached out to us and was like, "Hey, I love wow. your music." Um, I would love to do artwork for you guys. And we thought his artwork is really cool. And we kind of wanted to keep consistency with the single releases, um, you know, to, to have a theme. And so we just reached out to him for every, you know, artwork uh, project. And, and it worked out really well. And he's a nice guy. I wish I don't really know his at. It's kind of hard to say, but we I'll, I'll try pulling yeah, it up. Yeah. Up. <laughs> and, and we were like, okay, like how much are you going to charge? And he's like 30 bucks. And we're like, you only want like 30 bucks? Whoa. Like, wow. That's like my whole month rent in Indonesia. And I was like, let us, uh, no, let us get his name. Yeah. Yeah. Put us on this guy. Way more so we were like, yeah, we'll totally help you out. It's, you gotta- it's at, at Mendo. Me- <laughs> just spell it out. M E N D O A N 
M A G H R I B. Sorry, we butchered Whoa. that. All right. But we love you, man. It's, yeah, we love that guy. Shout out to him. And it's on our, if you scroll down through our Instagram, like when we released uh, the singles and announced them, like we tagged him because yeah, he's, he's awesome. Tagged, yeah. Yeah. Post and he, he does some awesome yeah. album artwork. It's like simple, but it's so cool at the same time. Yeah. The little drip effect with everything. Yeah. It's, it's so, so sweet. Yeah. I, um, I think, uh, Working with him is, was really nice too because we're pretty indecisive and <laughs> we had to be like, hey, man, for like the 45th revision, please, please don't charge us more. We're sorry. And uh, he was so nice. He, he worked yeah. with us great and an awesome guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're just trying to keep it consistent just because I think the melting vibe, we're trying to actually name our EP Melting. Mm-hmm. So that'd be cool. Yeah, it's kind of that's why we're trying to keep it a little consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like Gabe on the phone a couple of days ago hinted at some future projects. What can you yeah. share about that? Well, we got our EP coming out soon since that's you know, <laughs> that's one thing Which we've said um, for the past eight months. Just yes, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. it actually is. There's time. been just complications, especially because of uh coronavirus yeah. stuff, it, it really delayed our current project that we're working on but we're we're working on a, a follow-up project there's already some songs planned out um we already have an idea of what we want to release for singles and so you know hopefully i don't want to say you know early mid late 2021 because we you know it's you never know especially with all that's going on right now in the world it's it's hard to predict you know where we'll be in the next few months but uh hopefully in 2021 we'll have another project out for everybody mm. but we have to get the first one out first yeah we're working um can i say i guess when we're working at when we're when we're like, yeah, just like, like august like, hopefully late like start of school trying to get a little back to school jams yeah kind of the mm-hmm. nice. perfect nice that's perfect yeah we, we were all ready to we had an EP release show. We were all lined up yep. in May. We were getting closer and closer, and we were just like, ah, yeah, uh, I It was unfortunate. We wanted yeah. to do a, a whole tour. We wanted to do, you know, a bunch of shows, an EP release show way back in, like, April and May. We ordered a ton of shirts to, to plan for the tour and stuff, and we actually just got them today. Uh, our drummer just brought them over. But, um, yeah, it, it was really unfortunate what happened uh, with coronavirus. It, it hurt the music community, but... Uh, I've heard you guys talk about that with some of your uh, other artists you interviewed, and it's it, it, it's it's hard. But like, I'm happy to play my role and like keep everybody safe because like having a show right now would be really really <laughs> frowned upon, um, right? And dangerous, you know. So yeah, it's unfortunate, but like, it's it's kind of necessary right now. We were talking with Beaton, the guy we had on last week, and he was like talking about the first time everybody's back at a live concert how cool it's going to be. And so, I mean, we keep talking about that. We're like, Oh man, when everything is back and running, like full, fully, like a hundred percent, Oh, the shows are going to be insane. Like yeah, 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 it's going to be awesome. So much. Just going to a hardcore. <laughs> he, loves, he loves his moshing, man. Just, what <laughs> <laughs> oh, am i two-stepping shoes bro? Oh uh, yes. <laughs> so excited. But yeah, that's like, I, Playing shows is cool, but man, I miss being able to just go to shows yeah. and just see my yeah. fans and all that. But I'm probably like a broken record, like everyone else. Like, yeah, we're all, we're all missing that, you know. Sure. So like, give us like, as a band, obviously, like y'all talk about this. Give us like a rough draft of the next like few years. Like, where do y'all see yourself? How do you see it like, kind of progressing? And where do you want to be? 
Capture tracks, please sign us. That's all I'm <laughs> <laughs> Back to Marco, if you're listening. I know you're not, but if you are, hit us up. Yeah, will Yip produce our album? Anybody? Anybody yeah, out there? Yeah, could even. No. Uh, realistically, we just we we want to just release a couple more projects. It's it's so hard to tell where you're gonna be. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we at least want to get out a couple more projects as a band, and, and we really want to pursue a couple tours definitely and just and just see if it works out for us you know you never know where it'll go but well honestly you know it's far to europe would be nice oh european oh uh, yeah good. that'd that's, be cool that's like that'd be so cool you should say we're not planning to go to europe anytime soon i want the croissant <laughs> i want the croissant, <laughs> the croissant. <laughs> yeah the tavern slide from the eiffel tower that'd be a sick concert that'd be a sick concert that's the real dream yeah for real <laughs> Of the yeah, Apple that, building. Oh yeah, that's what's called. Yeah, yeah. They, it was Apple. His recording, you know, late. Yeah, yeah. Was it something? I don't know yeah. if it was Apple building, but I, I, it was on top of the. the There's a building. The yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're getting inside. We're getting <laughs> So you guys mentioned captured tracks, like they have like Div and Crafted Spells, like some of our favorite bands. Yes. Have you heard of Nice Guys? Yes, uh, Nice Guys. They just um, what's it called? They uh, Yacht Club just released. Yep. Yes. 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 One yep. of our favorite artists. Yep. Yep. Another we talk Yacht to them Club all the The yeah. Bay. Was one of my favorite songs. Uh, oh my gosh, dude! When he starts shredding in the bay, oh, the nuts. solo, the solo <laughs> just blows my mind. <laughs> so good. Yeah, no, that 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 shit's sick. Uh, we all love Yacht Club, honestly. Yeah, he's yeah, really he's, he's a really good. He's a vibe. That's oh, for yeah. sure. You're you're the first people we've talked to that know who nice guys are like for some reason nobody knows who they are i think aren't nice they, guys, aren't they based out of like france i thought that they're yeah. Nice. yeah i'm pretty france. sure it's really nice yeah. it probably but is I, nice. I don't know i get it oh yeah yeah so, yeah we're waiting for somebody to tell us the clue to the mystery because they don't have any information about them anywhere. No, like yeah. Bandcamp, anything. There's nothing. I tried history. looking them up. I just, I feel so like, like I've they heard come them before, to you. But... Essentially, is that how they? Were? Pretty much. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I hope you've heard the music. Bert Macklinet. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so I remember them, like probably six months ago. They started one of those twenty four seven, like, radio stations on YouTube. Kind of like the lo-fi type thing, but they did indie and like bedroom pop. And then like next thing I know, when we started to do our thing like a month ago, I started doing a little bit more research on them. They're they're signing people like left and right that we're listening to, and we're like, what? What is going on? Like they started their own record company and like have all these, you know, like thirty five thousand followers on Instagram. I'm like, what really? just happened in six months? Oh, I didn't know they had that many followers. All right, what's it's their nuts. email address for their like, <laughs> <laughs> it's for a lot of people to like make your own label these days, or at the very least, even be independent because it's just so easy to get. It's so much easier to get music out now that you know, like right. Really, it, honestly, I'm not even shocked. In like six months, you can just make like a really reputable indie label. It's 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 kind of beautiful that you can do that. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh the great thing about uh the world we live in now is like it's all DIY. Everything's digital. You know, you can upload everything onto the internet. Um, we record everything here DIY, and uh, being able to to still like release music, you know, without having to go through a label or without having to do any of the stuff people used to do. It's so it's just freedom of like creativity and creating things. So it's really nice. Yeah, it really is great. What 
technology allows us to do in our computers today. Thank you guys for listening so far. We're going to take just a short little break, listen to one of their songs called Nervous Duck, and then we'll be right back in with the interview. What do you think uh, y'all's favorite place you performed is? Crowbar. I gotta say, it's a tie between the Crowbar, because that's where at least I met these guys. So we were like, yeah. we need to play here. It's our favorite venue. The sound is amazing. Mm. Sentimental. The venue. That, yeah, sentimental. Exactly. And then also, we played the USF Music Festival, which was an incredible experience. Yes. I actually got a monitor. I could hear what the hell happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was real. Oh my god. So USF USF does this thing, right? Um and and USF has this thing called Bullstock. And um they have a battle of the bands where like you can apply as a band and uh we ended up winning and then you go and perform at the festival which is called Bullstock. And uh this year dude they had uh 303 and what well, was last year but lovely last year yeah, lovely the band we got the wow. open for them. Oh. We were su- we were supposed to open for AJR. We were supposed to. They would have been sick. What happened is they pulled out the last minute and they pulled out so late that on the t-shirts that we were given for the festival, <laughs> the AJR logo was, was they put screen print on top of it for a time flies, which, which was the headliner. And so on the t-shirt, it says time flies, but if you look, it says AJR yeah. in the background. <laughs> had the rush oh my gosh. It looks so, right if you squint your eyes. We were <laughs> so excited to open for AJR. That would have been amazing and then they just kind of it's still a great opportunity but it was still an incredible experience like one of our biggest crowds for sure amazing so so much fun i would say though um we we started off playing at this place called the blue note and uh steve shout out steve shout out shout out steve shout out steve he gave us a start you know we were able to like 
go to him and be like, can we play here? And he was like, of course, guys. And we were like, cool. And then uh, we just started yeah. inviting, like, you know, friends and family. And eventually, you know, and then we got fans after release stuff. And uh, we've had some – we got to open for uh, Early Eyes and the Happy Fits there. Ooh, and man. that was really cool. Um, but the great thing about that place is it's, it's kind of small. And so when you get, like, 50 or 60 people in there, it's just – Yeah, it's packed, packed with energy. Yeah. And it's sick. So, I will say DIY venues as well. Oh it's yeah, super fun, dude. There is a crazy DIY scene uh, in St. Petersburg. Uh, about like a, a year, year ago, ago. yeah, just a year ago. There is a bunch of DIY venues that popped up with just a bunch of kids in their backyards, mm-hmm. just drinking alcohol, having yeah. people <laughs> their own stage. Yes. There was there was one Shangri La, Shangri La Kai, That was great. And it was basically her house with like seven roommates. Yeah, and she <laughs> basically just venued out her house, and it was just her backyard was just a venue and we had this like full weekend like festival with like 30 bands oh and yeah dude, that's cool pile in the backyard and it was like so much fun it's no longer around but it was so much fun to like have like a <laughs> yeah. hundred people in someone's backyard just like jamming out <laughs> who would have thought who would have thought throwing a music festival in a residential neighborhood would go so <laughs> go <somewhere. laughs> no but like seriously it was the coolest thing ever uh it kind of sucks like there's noise ordinances and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. yeah it's unfortunate because uh those places are really cool I, it, you know it's hard to say like what's the coolest place we've played because I, I kind of realized, like, you know, I think Crowbar will always be our best, like we said, just because it's sentimental. But, like, it's all about the energy of the crowd. You yeah, know, right, that's yeah. what the place. Because we've we've had shows, like, when we played at the Orpheum, which is bigger than the Crowbar. Better, yeah, and, it's, it's and, amazing. And it is better, but, like, <laughs> the crowd. And we were on, like, a collective show or something like that. Yeah, there was, and like, so, 10, 15 people. And so there wasn't a lot of people. And, like, even though the venue was good and the sound was good, it just wasn't as fun. But then even, like... Like some of those DIY shows were lit and people went off. So yeah. like, um, but I'd say at least for me, like crowbar definitely was sound. If you're ever in Tampa, ever come to the area, you have to go to shows at those. Yeah, and that's where yeah. usually all the t- uh, indie bands play, like Bane's yeah. World and mm-hmm. Interwave and all them. That's crazy. Mount High Club there a while back. Mount High Club as well, yeah. Really? I've yeah. seen so many bands that I love them to death. I, I do wish so. The only thing about uh, Tampa, and I think Florida in general, it's kind of out of mainstream touring like route like roots so a lot of bands don't actually come here a lot of indie bands like you're, you get kind of mm-hmm. lucky when you get a band like that comes around hey keep an eye on birmingham i'm serious like birmingham is two hours from atlanta and like an hour and a half from nashville we're like in the hot spot like there's some cool <laughs> venues here like really that's yeah. dope man like the indie scene in birmingham has been steadily like rising and like we had dayglow here like last year we had oh, coin wild nothing came two years ago um i i would highly recommend birmingham and like not just because i live here like obviously like i want to see y'all but we need a place to stay if we're coming through exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to the coin though like even though like most indie bands don't really tour in florida and these sort of other places i feel like you know it's not la or new york but you can definitely build a brand here you know and start without yeah sort of like um competition it it goes back to like the uh digital age too like you can you can really kind of get a start anywhere now anywhere you are man as long as you're you're out on platforms such as spotify or youtube you're able to get plugged like that's all that really matters nowadays, oh, yeah. for sure. But how's seeing Dago alive? 
So <laughs> you had to like take a second. <laughs> I have two. I have two big regrets in college. Number one well, was really three, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll knock two out. So number one was the night of Wild Nothing. It was fifteen dollars to see Wild Nothing. This was before Indigo. This was like, you know, Nocturne and like all of their classic stuff was out. And I missed out on that concert because I had mm. a previous plan that I had given my word and my word is a lot to me. So I give my plan. I, I'm, I regret that one big time. So that's, that's regret number one. Regret number two, coin had Dayglow opening up for them in Birmingham. And if I'd stuck around one more day before Thanksgiving break, I would have seen them. But I felt so obligated to come home for Thanksgiving break early that I came home early and missed out on that one. And the 1975. That's actually three. So three out of four. Sorry, I didn't mean to, but I'm coming home tomorrow. <laughs> it's just it, it it really like i look back on it and i'm like i literally missed out on seeing like three of my top 25 bands just mm-hmm. because i was stupid so hey it, bro it happens like i've done that though like where you're, you're like oh they'll come around again soon or like right. maybe it's not that big of a deal and then you know the, the show happens and the oh, worst part is that you see right. Snap post stuff yeah. on the Instagram. You're yeah. like, oh, that looks so good. Why did yeah. I miss that? <laughs> uh, it eats me up. I mean, I remember that night, like, especially the coin one, the coin day glow in the 1975. Like, I remember seeing Snap stories of that. And I just sat there and I just started, like, punching my pillow. I was like, why? <laughs> why did I? Like, I should not have come home so early. But. Mm. It's all right. I mean, now those bands are huge, and I, I might like, have to go to New York to see them now. <laughs> yeah, man. That's like uh, Mac DeMarco came through here once in like it was so obscure too. Twenty twelve, yeah. so obscure. Like well, he hardly announced it. Well, it's because it was on his like tour schedule, and he was just stopping by to play a festival, uh, Okeechobee mm. Fest, and um. Like a one day pass was like 160 bucks or something. And I didn't care for the other band. So I was like, oh, I'll miss it. But like, that's one of my biggest regrets. You know, I'd blow money now to go see Mac just because like I know it, it doesn't come around to Florida often. So yeah, yeah. it's like really rare. It, it's kind of those things that you tell yourself, you're like, oh, they'll come back around and they don't. And you're right. like, oh, I <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe I should have spent that money. If you think about it, like Florida is the most inconvenient place to tour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Florida, like when you come into Florida, you have to go back out through Florida. the same way you came right. in. Yeah. So, especially yeah. if you go anything south of Orlando, like you might as well go to Miami and then come to Tampa. And go to Jackson, yeah. and just like, go to the bottom and then just work your way up. But like Florida is huge, man. From Miami to Jacksonville, it's like five, six hours. No, it's like it's like nine or ten, bro. Um, <laughs> you might be right. I, I don't know. You enter the time warp in between there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, Elon, for... hook it up, please. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, y'all being from Tampa, and this can be a touch, touchy thing. Yeah, y'all, y'all might be divided on this, but Universal or Disney? Ooh. 
Disney. Disney. Yo, Disney. what? No, no. Disney's overrated. Okay. Oh. Disney. Oh, Disney. Wow. Here's my argument. Okay, wow. Here's my argument. Here's my argument. <laughs> Universal, they're lazy. They could be amazing, but they don't update any of their rides. Like you go on the ET and the animatronics, like they're like, "Whoa, look out!" And they're not even in their mouth, just like. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say neither Bush Gardens. If you've never like Bush, oh, Bush Gardens, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Bush Gardens is cheaper. The rides are way better. Don't even try. At least waters don't cost look, like nine dollars. Look, 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 look. I go to Disney because of the atmosphere, bro. bro. I, I, it is good atmosphere. No, dude, it's no. magical, bro. It's beautiful there. <laughs> I've never wanted to pay nine dollars for a bottle of water. Have y'all have y'all ever been to a Disney or a you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so i grew up I, I grew up going to disney and then once i got a little bit older we went to universal but this this is the comparison i always make Universal's great i love disney obviously it's a soft spot but i compare it to like target and walmart like your walmart, <laughs> like, your walmart is like universal and then your target is obviously disney like, it, it's like walmart's um, got good but it's like it's not target it sells it's the same thing Potter. but it's kind of Harry Potter. <laughs> pay more look, money look. to avoid going to walmart <laughs> that's <laughs> right <laughs> harry potter uh, i'll give them that harry potter's sick. that that is good. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Sick. so what's uh bush gardens your uh kmart <laughs> yeah. it's our general. But cheaper. A little more. But way cheaper. Yes. But, 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 but the quality but the quality but the quality is better. The quality is better. You pay Look, for this one is a good and you get a Don't get us debating. You'll regret it. It's like the bogos of Publix. The bogos, okay? No, the bogos of the peers, man. So yeah, no, um, there's a lot of cool little places like that in Florida. We were very, very lucky to grow up in such a great place. I wanted to go to a water park, man. <laughs> Cannot oh, do that no, right now. That now. Yeah. I want to go to a we'll, uh, river. That's the worst thing to do. Oh, <laughs> we'll make a poll when we post this podcast of what would people choose? Disney, Universal, or somehow they would choose Bush Gardens. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they about Bush Gardens, but it, the value. Is- I've been to Bush Gardens. It's great. It's kind of. I just. Think I'm. I only give. I only care about the rides. Like I don't care about the experience. You don't care about the animals. No. The vibe. You don't have the vibe. No. Go on Monsoon Chakra and all the all the baller rides that I was supposed to go. You don't wait for a few hours and only get three fast passes. What's wrong? No, you wake up at six and a half hours. Kids. Well, cancel, 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 cancel. Don't use that as as the snippet for this podcast. I do not beat kids. Oh my god! I condone this. Oh my god. Uh, somehow we got to beating kids. have to cut all that out. That was quick. <laughs> a, little, a little off topic, though, but for real, like if y'all ever come to Florida, like the most underrated thing is our springs and our coral reefs. Like it's worth yeah, a shot sure. to just visit these places and go snorkeling and scuba diving and just check out the site. Absolutely. The springs, like Wiki Wachi, is a popular spot that's really close to us. It's just like 
beautiful, completely clear water because even though we live near clear water, the water is not clear. You got to go to like a spring. <laughs> <laughs> go, to, go to a spring because like a lot of people come down here and they do want to go to Disney if that's what you're into. But uh, but go to the springs because it's free and it's fun. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think I've seen pictures of that maybe. Yeah, just look up like out it looks cool. like, anywhere in Ocala. Ocala is like just north of us. It's all springs. It's really cool. Yeah. Nature. You know Zephyr Hills? <laughs> like the water brand? Y'all heard of Zephyr Hills? Yeah. Yeah. Spring. That's a spring. You can swim in there. Y'all might not have it because it's like a regional thing. But um, it's like that's our water brand is Zephyr Hills, which is like our springs. So. Really? Yeah. It's turning into an environmental conservation. Yeah. Y'all <laughs> 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 the springs, please. Damn. <laughs> this podcast is taking a turn. Many turns. <laughs> It always does. We never know where it's going to go. Like, we don't really write down questions or anything. We just like to hang out for 30, 45 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah, man. We'll you know, some, something, just, something just popped into my mind is a good idea. You know what You know what y'all should do? Mm. They should come to Greenville for Fall for Greenville. Play True. at Fall for Greenville. Go to Atlanta. Then hit Birmingham, mm -hmm. then go to Nashville. Mm -hmm. That would be a tournament. I'm telling you, you, you Fall for Greenville is like there's like thousands of people. Obviously, like we can't have it now, but yeah. in the future, like there's thousands of people. It's all outdoors, and like there's just everybody's drinking, and there's food trucks everywhere, and like on each street, there's a different stage. And oh, wow. like any kind of music you could think of is out there so playing. Like a South by yeah, Southwest thing with like a bunch. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got plenty of connections there too, so we could definitely yeah. get you hooked yeah, up with definitely. that. Definitely. Um, I don't know if they're booking now, but you have all four of our permission to start booking that tour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, uh, pretty much all our schools online. So like, if we're talking like fall, like we can make it happen. Yes. It'd be yeah. in the it'd be in the spring, like May or something like that. Normally, and it normally May or June, something like that. Yeah, it happens. it's usually spring. But it's it's really like it's an awesome awesome and like just experience in general and people are just having a great time and summer, man. there's always good music so we'd love to come up yeah we're definitely yeah. trying to get out of we want to at least if nothing play some shows outside of the state we are craving a summer tour we're craving a summer <laughs> yeah, tour yeah for real show next month but it yeah. just got canceled because of rona yeah yeah man yeah. we've got we've got greenville and birmingham covered like I, I will send y'all the stuff about saturn Y'all will love Saturn. Saturn. Saturn is like all 80s vibe. Like the the whole Ooh. entire place is set in the 80s. So it's a bunch of neon and stuff. Ooh, and like really they love cool. science and rockets and stuff. And then they have like a separate venue from the bar that's like connected. And it's just this like super high tech stage with a bar in there too. And that's where Wild Nothing was. And I mean, every concert I've been to there was incredible. So if you've got the plug, hit us up. We want to. We want to play. We wanna go. <laughs> yeah, man. For sure. We can get it worked out. <laughs> That's sick. We man. are cure covered. So. <laughs> oh man, here in the Smiths, man. Oh yeah, no, we're always playing shows and like these uh these these 
boomers, no offense. They come up and they're like, hey, man, you got to sound like Morsi. And I'm like, no. That's a compliment. I was, I know, know, it, it is, it is, it is. It is. Gabe sings British sometimes. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'll be singing songs and I'll be like, oh, I can say. That's right. I'm like, oh. My alter ego comes out sometimes, man. That's weird. <laughs> talks in between songs because he has a New York accent. Yeah, he gets like this New Jersey. Dude, I don't know what happened. New York. What's it I do, yeah? Five <laughs> different people on stage. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, how's everybody doing tonight, eh? Yeah. Doing good? And, and then, you know, I'll be singing my song, you know, and I'll be like, you know, oh, I can sense a change. And then they're like, oh, he's British. And then I go back and I'm like, all right, everybody come to the front right now. We love, we love acting like hooligans on stage, though. Like it, it, it really became like a staple of like our personality as a band, like just really mm-hmm. screwing around on stage and having a good time. Yeah. Um, not taking it too seriously, because it's like if you can like connect with the crowd and, and just kind of I, I always try to make them feel like we're the same as them. I, I always tell people like, you know, don't be afraid to like have fun, you know, shake, you know, have just have fun. Uh, and, and because like, I feel like a lot of people when they go to shows, they're like, I don't know, self-conscious about like yeah. dancing or like I getting into it. No one is better at getting those people sitting at the back when they go, come to the front, come on up to the front. Yeah. And they're like, I'm not moving. Like I'm not <laughs> This yeah. man will get those people to come because no. he will not let us start playing until everyone's at the front. It smells like, oh, <laughs> yeah. dude, I'll literally take like, five. Like, like, just harass back them. there like, come on, you gotta get up to the front. Well, the thing is, is like, it, if you're playing in a venue and you, you know, we're still relatively small as a band. And if you're playing in front of like 20 people, and they're scattered around the venue, it's not going to be as fun as if you just have them all come up together. It's like a communal thing. Right. So yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. It's important to have that dialogue with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when, so y'all have your three songs that you have out right now. So mm-hmm. when you're doing a show, obviously you do those three. So what else do y'all usually do? So the, the people in Tampa are like lucky in the sense that we actually play our whole EP uh that's already like really? that's going to be released. Yeah, we play that and we even play some songs from like the next project. That and we also wow. do some goofy covers sometimes. Yeah, we do goofy covers. Yeah, we did the yeah. Ghostbusters cover at a charity event that we did one <laughs> It was Halloween, but um there's a recycle song that we did. Oh yeah, we we did uh, <laughs> Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. Yeah. And I, nice. that'd be cool. I bet that was cool. But, yeah, but I was like recycle you know, <laughs> say your prayers because you better recycle. Yeah, dude, that's actually how it went. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we try to like, I mean, most of our sets are only like 30 minutes to 40 minutes yeah, at most. So we're able to pack in only like eight songs anyways, but um, we try at to most. mix it up. Uh, well, sometimes we go over and like, you know, one time we played a show actually um, recently, like right before Corona hit. I think it was our last show we got to play. Mm-hmm. yeah at uh soundbar, soundbar? in orlando oh, we right. played our first show in orlando and uh we were having some technical difficulties like with our like equipment and stuff and i remember we were like we're gonna save little giant for last i don't know why we thought that was a good idea but we ended up going over time and i was like all right we got I literally i go we got one more for you tonight and then the sound guy looks at me and he's like uh-uh not gonna happen and i'm like i'm like never mind have a great night <laughs> so bad man <laughs> Sometimes you just have those shows. Yeah, then that happens. You can't beat yourself up over it, but like, you learn. You learn not to 
save like one of your most popular songs for last if you're running <laughs> short on time. Yep. <laughs> you're in a headliner band, you know. <laughs> so you you live and you learn. It's uh, kind of what, what it's the about. first song you guys like found by us. So this I would be Benny. <laughs> I found Seasick off of David Dean Burkhart. Um, and I told Gabe this on the phone. So when I listen to anything that David Dean's done and like put out, I can tell within the first like five to 10 seconds, if I'm going to add it or not to my playlist, yeah. like my personal playlist. And I saw y'all's album cover for Seasick. And I was like, that's sick. Like this has a lot of potential. <laughs> and then I clicked on it. And when the first like five seconds, it's like that, like, reverb like low kind of beach sound i was like i don't even have to listen anymore like this is getting added and next thing i know like i was on apple music and just went through y'all songs and found the other two and i was like these are spot on like i'm adding both of these for sure so Sweet, yeah, man. David Dean is thank probably you. responsible for half of our streams. <laughs> <laughs> so, have y'all seen the uh, music video? For oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was shit. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. That was fun. We shot that in a day. That was a <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it was. It's definitely yeah. worth the half a mile walk down the beach. That <laughs> was fun, bro. That was fun, man. Honestly, we made the sand look like pillows because I just stepped on shells every foot. Well, yeah, where we went actually wow, was yeah. um. Gotta say, <laughs> that that did yeah. Make it in the video. Where but... we went, um, it, it it's called Honeymoon Island, and uh, it for some reason like it's it's just a more like rocky beach, and so any of those times that like we were falling in the sand, it wasn't like plushy. It wasn't it wasn't nice. Yeah, it was hard yeah. sand, man. Like there I scraped up my knees. Where and... Gabe had to shove his face in the sand. I was like. Gotta do it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> not a good enough shot. Smack your face. The funny thing is that we made like this green slime and it was like edible, but like it tasted like the consistency was really weird. Mm. And like <laughs> anytime <laughs> we had to put it in our mouths, like, it was just so Dude, strange. Having I, had to hold it it. Yeah. I had it in my nostrils because I was underneath the sand. I, I having like slime in your nostrils and you can't move. With sand in your eye, I mean, but it was worth it because came out came out pretty good. But, but yeah, it was, uh, it was pausing all of that. <laughs> I had slime in my mouth. Oh my god! <laughs> Man, great. Yeah, but that that was such a fun video to shoot. Um, that was great. But yeah, David Dean Burkhardt has really helped us out too. Like, um, and seeing our stuff on there was like. It's like a little kid, you know, like it's like your dream and you're like, oh, I did it. You know, that's like, that's yeah. enough. I was, obviously, no, we want to do more as a band, but it was really cool. It was really like, yeah. I don't know. It was just, we didn't expect it. Yeah, at we didn't expect it at all. I, I remember, dude, I was in class when, because the first <laughs> song that got plugged on uh, David Dean Burkhart was Nervous Duck. And uh, shout out to Invertebrae. I don't know if he like sent it to David Dean or if he got. Uh, th- there's a record label called Invertebrae Music, and like we we talked to him a little bit, and I think he mentioned like he would you know send it around. And I remember I'm in class, and my grandma texts me, and she's like, she's like, honey, <laughs> she's like, oh, your your song has six thousand listens, and I and I go on Spotify, I'm like, grandma, no, no, it's not. And, and like, you know, I'm, it's in class, and 
uh, she's like, no, on YouTube. And I go on YouTube and I see it's posted by David Dean Burger. I kid you not, I sprinted out of class. I was so excited. <laughs> I ran out of class and I'm like in the hallways. I'm like, Claudio, bro. I was freaking out. This class must have been like screaming. No, they all, they all watched me. Like, what is this idiot doing? But I, I was so, I was just so excited. Like just to even like be on there on that playlist. It, it was just like, okay. You kept I, us on there for a good bit. Thanks, thanks for that yeah. compact cassette. Wow, that uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So that was that was really cool for us as a band. Yeah. Experience. their song little giant make sure to check out all their songs on all major streaming platforms as well as check out their music video for their song seasick it is linked through their instagram at taverns band we'll put all the links down in the description below thank you guys for listening hope you enjoyed it make sure to tune in next week for another episode of the tune time podcast